The Bible is the Word of God. By now, you've probably heard it at least a million times if you've gone to anybody's church anywhere. But I think we've heard it so many times that it's kind of lost its impact. I mean, even the fact that you see it in bookstores and you know you see it at Walmart and stuff like that with other books, tucked in with the other books, it's kind of become just another book. Often it's studied like a school textbook, which is a good thing, but it's only regarded as just head knowledge. I mean, I guess it's a good thing to know who Noah's great-grandson is, but is that really the salvation knowledge that we need? It's only going to make you ready for Bible trivia, the Bible trivia game. And again, it's good to know the history and the background of the, you know, the characters that we see in the Bible. But it's more than just head knowledge. Oftentimes, the Bible is regarded as just religious advice or just traditions of the past. But it doesn't really have any relevance in today's world. But what if? What if the scriptures, the Bible, is what it says it is? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, it talks about making you wise unto salvation. And verse 16, it says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Wow, inspiration of God. Some translations have it as God breathed, that God inspired the writers to write these things. And these things are, as it says here, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man or person of God may be perfect or complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Wow, more than just a book on the shelf. We have to regard this as what it says it is, which is from God. And when you think about God, don't think about just religion or sitting in some building. Try not to fall asleep, probably. But God is the creator of the universe, the creator of all things, the time, space, and matter that we live in. It's a creation from God, the universe that seems to go on forever as God's creation. Now, the God that created that has a message for you as an individual. It would behoove you to take it seriously. I mean, thank God we have access to a Bible so that we can have his words here before us. So I think what we need to do is regard this as Truly, God's word. And in his word, it says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 18, and also something similar in the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 12, is that God cannot lie and that it is impossible for him to lie. What does that mean? That means this stuff is, is not going to point you in the wrong direction. His words are going to guide you through time and eternity, his words are the path that gets you to the kingdom. So we have to regard these words very seriously. God is not joking around. He's trying to help us if we just obey him. And when we hear that word obey, think, oh, he's going to try to enslave me and, and bum me out. But no, there's no greater freedom that one person can attain than through the obedience to the word of God. That's what it means to be truly free. 
And that means that God is also is trustworthy. He's God. He loves us. He sent us his son. So we can trust him to not do us any harm, but to do the best kind of good for us. In the book of Numbers, chapter 23, let's look at verse 19. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, and neither the son of man that he should repent or go back on what he said. He has said, shall he not do it? He has spoken, shall he not make it good? Question mark. The answer is, of course. He's God. He's not going to go back on his word. He's not going to be, oh, JK, just kidding. What God says is, that's what it is. Period. And we as Christians need to be, as Paul wrote, fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is able to perform. And the Bible also tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. Because sometimes it will happen where the word of God will say something that maybe the facts or the quote-unquote facts or society will say different than what the word of God is teaching. Then we have a choice to make. Are we going to go by what, quote, they say or are we going to go by what God says? If God says something different than what my eyes are seeing, I walk by faith. We all have to walk by faith and not by our sight, our sensory, what we've heard on the Internet, whatever the case is. We have to go with the word of God regardless. And that takes faith. I mean, what we're dealing with here is, is something that's powerful. I mean, seriously, it's not just another book on the shelf. This is from God. And if it's from God, what we need to do is put it in a different category, at least in our minds, where we believe it. We embrace it with our hearts. Even sometimes when our mind can't wrap completely around it, we believe it with our hearts because God's not going to lie to us. Again, he has the best, has us, our best interest at heart. And he wants us to live with him in his kingdom forever and avoid going to hell for sure. I mean, really, what are we dealing with here? This is the word of God. Let's regard it as such. Let's put our faith in it. Let's put our hope in it. And let's raise our level of expectations that says that God will perform what he says it's going to do. The Bible will do what it says it's going to do. What we do is bring our faith. What activates this whole thing in our lives is faith. A lot of people low up, are experts on the Bible. They know it back and forth, but they don't have faith in it. What activates the word of God in our lives is our faith in it. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we want to live a life that's pleasing to God. We have to have faith. I just quoted Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, and the latter part of that verse says, well, this is read the whole thing, okay? It says, verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to him must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the word of God. So that's a call to action for us, that if we diligently seek him, he will reward us for that. So that can't be just ink on a page. That has to be active in our lives for us to get the benefit of it. 
because what God says is, is what it is. If it says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. It said he will reward those that diligently seek him. That's exactly what's going to happen. His word is good. He will back it up with his own power. I look at it like this. If I had Jeff Bezos' credit card and I was going to go shopping, I mean, if, I, if he'd given it to me, he said, you know what, go ahead, go crazy, go shopping. I'm not going to be worried if his card is good or not. You know, I'm not going to be thinking, oh, no, I better go to a Walmart or Value Village or someplace cheap because I don't know if he can cover it. I mean, he's supposed to be the richest guy, one of the richest guys in the world, but I don't know. No, if I got his debit card and he said, use it, I'm going to go crazy with it. And so it is with the word of God. The promises of God are for time and eternity. The promises of God, there are so many of them and for every situation of our lives. And that's something to get excited about. So again, we need to raise our level of expectation and really embrace with our hearts and minds the word of God. To put it in our hearts, to believe it and act on it. And really expect it. Expectation is part of faith. It reminds me of Christmas morning when I was a kid. I used to get so excited the day before. Christmas Eve, I could that night I could not sleep. Because I knew in the morning I was going to get some good stuff. And I was so excited. Because I know my earthly father wasn't going to do me wrong. So it is with our Heavenly Father. Let's get excited. He loves us. He wants the best for us. He wants us to be obedient to his word. Not because he wants to enslave us. But again, he wants to free us. So we should be people that are excited to serve God, full of faith, full of emotion, happy to do it. And we're also seeing the results of what the word of God says in our lives. And let's also have an attitude of gratitude. I advise everyone to inc include praise in your day, not just prayer only, which is what we need to do. But let's be thankful for God and what he's done. And what he's doing and what he will do in our future. We as Christians, you know, this world is seem like it's going to hell, but you know what? The Christian isn't. So let's be grateful. Let's be glad about that. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Be blessed. Thank you.